Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. iHeartRadio Icons presents our bonus extended interview with Keith Richards as Jim Kerr sits down with the legendary Rolling Stone to discuss the 30th anniversary reissue of Talk is Cheap, Keith's 1989 solo album. Keith Richards. You are one of the most successful composers, musicians, and performers in the history of recorded music, but also a person who is not known as one who rests on his laurels. Uh, as a matter of fact, you're famously restless. You have to be doing productive or creative work all the time, or apparently you just lose your mind, and, and that was the genesis for the Talk is Cheap album. You had time on your hands and and you don't like to waste it. It's true, that's, that's one way of looking. The other way of looking at it is this, I had time on my hands and I really personally had no idea what to do with it. Uh, a, a certain sec a set of circumstances uh, occurred well you uh, took the job as musical director of the documentary hail hail rock yeah, and roll for the chuck that, berry i had because uh, uh, the, the important other thing about uh talk is cheap is the relationship with steve jordan right and you worked with him uh, on that chuck but berry. we'd also first done uh, aretha franklin jumping jack flash mm-hmm. uh, it was a whoopi goldberg movie right that and aretha well, you traveled was, to Detroit for that. Yeah, yeah, but we, I mean, I had to, you know, Aretha called me and said, uh, okay, uh, 
uh, I'd love to do this, um, but I hate to fly. I hate to travel. I said, hey, Detroit's not far from me. <laughs> we'll come to you, you know. So that was where the genesis of Steve Jordan and I started to work together was with Aretha just for that one track. Immediately after that, um, the Chuck Berry movie suddenly came on the horizon. Um, no, I've never. I mean, musical director. Right. Hey, I've <laughs> yeah, the Rolling Stones. I've never directed anything in my life. But you were life. the musical director for that. But suddenly, I had to put this band together, the Chuck Berry, and obviously Steve Jordan. Um, yeah, we we said we'd take this on. Well, you uh, you you've you've said in in uh, in interviews that I've read that you and he almost immediately bonded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve and I, I know, uh, uh, maybe I should go back one little step before that. Uh, Charlie Watts had said to me, it looks like we're going to have some time off. <laughs> you know? It turned out to be uh, a lot of time off. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and if you're going to do anything with anybody else, Steve Jordan's your man. I mean, and this is like one top drummer about another, you know, and, uh, I'd known Steve, and uh, and also I respect Charlie Watts' opinion mm -hmm. to the max. And so, in, in a way, it fell together like that. Um, after the Aretha thing, the Chuck Berry movie came up, and Steve and I said, yeah, let's, I, how can you turn that? There's an offer you can't refuse, right. you know what I mean? Chuck's been my man since I was a nipper, you know. And, and uh, for our friends who haven't seen it, you really do have to see it because Chuck Berry, obviously one of the greatest figures in the entire history of rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and, I mean as a writer, as a performer, as a guitar player, as in, he is, uh, I mean, this is the guy that had it all, you know. I mean, and, uh, and to work with him... Um, and now I have to go back uh, just a little bit more to Ian Stewart, who was uh, the Rolling Stones. Actually, you know, they wouldn't have existed right. without right. Ian, Stewart, Ian Stewart. He was our piano player and our sort of mentor. And you know, but he didn't mind even when he got thrown out of the band for publicity purposes. Uh, you know, but he was still part of the band. Right, he was and always he, part of. And the band. we and the band also knew who's really <laughs> the boss and it was ian stewart and he had said to me just before he died he said for some weird reason he said keith uh, never forget that johnny johnson piano, yeah, great piano uh, player. is alive and playing in st louis and this is a few months before I, we take on this gig with, with Hail, Hail, Rock and Roll. And so then I'm going to do, oh, I'm, Johnny Johnson is the other half of Chuck Berry. I mean, he is the other half of all of those brilliant records that Chuck made in the 50s and late 50s and stuff. And so I said to Chuck Berry, you know, and as a, as a taciturn chap, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but I thought I'd throw it in. I said, "Hey, Chuck, uh, I hear 
Chuck Berries. Uh, excuse me, I'm cut that. I hear Johnny Johnson is around and he's playing. And Chuck looks at me kind of like nonchalant. And he says, mm, yeah, yeah, I think he's around. Um, I said, could we give him a call? He said, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll give him a call. And to my surprise, the next day at rehearsals, there's Johnny Johnson. Okay. And so I now have the two halves of what made these brilliant records. You know, and they hadn't played together for years, I don't think they actually liked each other much. But then, <laughs> well, what else? Happens. What else is that new? Happens. <laughs> I mean, uh, that happens. But uh, yeah, the chemistry between them was amazing, and so in a way, I sort of fulfilled these two things uh, uh, from Charlie Watts, Steve Jordan, and from Ian Stewart, Johnny Johnson, and by putting Chuck and Johnny back together again, and also uh, as a corollary of that, um, Johnny went on to have a very successful and you know, recognition that he deserved uh, you know, for the rest of his life, which I'm very, very proud of. And I'm very thankful to Ian uh, Stewart for filling me in on those little things, you know. Um, so after these two projects, the Aretha Franklin project with the uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash and the, and the Chuck yeah, Berry so then, documentary. Yeah, so then Chuck, then uh, Steve Jordan and I, uh, we finished, the, you know, Hail, Hail, Rock and Roll. And by then we have sort of, you know, knocked, uh, you know, well, you know, we should do more. You know, and I had actually to be dragged. <laughs> yeah, you, you you did not have a, a solo album at the top. No, of I didn't mind. have a solo. Uh, I mean, you already had mentality. a band. They just were on a hiatus. Yeah. But I mean, you were all you had a band. It just happened to be the exactly. greatest rock and roll band yeah. on earth. Exactly. You know, I thought, well, you know, you only get one good band in a life <laughs> if you're lucky. You know, <laughs> but you had. You had music inside that was fighting to come out. So you and your friend went into what, a little studio here in Manhattan and did a few things and then ended up going uh, with some uh, other musicians. You actually found yourself putting a band together and ended up in the Laurentians in what Quebec. Happened, what happened was uh, Steve and I looked at each other and they said, um, if I'm going to do a front thing, if I'm going to do a solo thing, who do we want to work with? And uh, Steve looked at me and said, guitar, I said, Waddy Wachtel. Mm -hmm. I've been dying to work with that man. I'd love to work with that man. You know, make a phone call, Waddy. Five minutes, I'm in. I said, you know, and for keyboards and extra other talent, I want Ivan Neville. But I... I mean, anyway, to cut a long story short, within half an hour, we had the winos <laughs> nailed. You know, Charlie Drayton, Bobby Keys. Yeah. But uh, you went up to the Laurentians, which is, it's a ski area in the wintertime in uh, Quebec, well north of Montreal, where there's not a lot to do. Well, that's uh, exactly the point. So, but apparently that allowed all of you to really bond because well, you were spending yeah, all your time to together. To me, to make a record, especially with a, with a bunch of guys that have never worked together before, it, I mean, it wasn't exactly planned, but it was the ideal 
No, because we're in a compound and we're just, there's nowhere to go much outside of Quebec, you know, and, uh, except work. And uh, it turned out uh, that we all, you know, and I say this is where we find out if guys get along, you know, because mm. you know, that's the other important thing. And the fact is, at that point, yeah, the winos started to bond to each other. And uh, we'd known each other off and on, but whether you can live with each other is another thing. And it's like can, saying, I love you, darling, but uh, right. and whether know, you I'm become, out of town. You and know? whether you become a real band. Yeah, and, uh, and it was in that period that the, the band really did become a band and found itself very quickly as to be... Uh, a very enthusiastic unit, you know. It was Steve and I were starting to sort of run out of material. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, we don't have that guy. Steve and I, but it was it was that great feeling of uh, enthusiasm. Uh, also, it was giving me the, uh, myself the sensation that this is like. You know, there's a feeling of when the stones were just starting, you know, it was like there's something in the air. There's, uh, well, it was real collaboration yeah. because it was a real band. It's, it's a little different when a front man does a solo album because generally yeah. the producer then goes out and hires a lot of very competent studio musicians of which... There are many to choose from and, and different musicians on different tracks. And uh, the whole emphasis is to put the spotlight on the front man, Why, the right? singer. Yeah. It's an entirely different thing for the guitar guy to put a band together to make an album. I know. I know. I don't think I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, I'm saying I don't know if I can cover being the front man, you know, uh, Hey, I was, yeah, I was, uh, you know, dodgy about it. Yeah, but know? it turned out to be a success. Yes, I know. Celebrating, and the more I got into it, I said, "Hey, I can do this." And we're celebrating the 30th anniversary of its release. We certainly are. Yeah. And uh, I understand the first recording session when you guys got together, it was like a 13-hour marathon session, just yes, nonstop. It was just flowing. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I do, I mean, unless you've been part of a band, and I mean, yeah, lots of guys have been, you know, uh, and everything, but when you feel something coalescing and uh, and coming together and that other guys, they don't want to stop, um, you say, hey, you know, th this is this is the the necessary fuel that you need, in, that is what a band needs, to feel like they're doing something that nobody else can do. You know? and, it was, uh, and I'm, I'm on a learning curve, you know, with uh, lead singing all the time. I did appreciate, after a tour or so, with the winos, uh, Mick Jagger's job. <laughs> a lot more appreciation of what it takes to be down out there you don't have a moment off with the stones you see i can you know i can put myself out in front oh i can retire back to the rhythm section and you, you have options you know as a front man you have no options 
you know, you, it's you that's on. And, uh, you know, I learned a lot about that, doing that, enjoyed it immensely. And I, sometimes I failed miserably. Some shows my voice disappeared <laughs> totally for a while. But at the same time, we managed to sort of get through it. And uh, the Winos as a band, uh, to me, it was like a, a, eh, you know, this is not supposed to happen, really. I mean, you know, one great band in a lifetime, if you're lucky, you know, and, and to realize that you had a really, really great unit here. There's uh, these guys just non-stop full of enthusiasm and uh let's go for it you know and keith richards is here with us at iHeartRadio. you love working with other guitar players you mentioned yeah. uh wadi wachtel mm -hmm. uh and uh in an interview that i read you said that you had a special uh connection with him uh, similar to the one you have with ronnie wood you know, yes. Uh, in a way, I mean, Waddy was one of those guitar players I'd been listening to and had heard his work with Warren Zevon uh, well, and many other because he was a session man. So sometimes you had to find out, you know, who's playing guitar there. And I said, this cat I would really love to play with. We'd met Waddy and I. We all sort of knew each other. I knew Ivan pretty well through the Neville brothers and uh, the Meaders and stuff you know, the New Orleans connection, you know. <laughs> and Steve knew them. Charlie Drayton was already with Steve. So, I mean, I had this, suddenly this embryo of, like, incredible musicians. I call Bobby Keys, of course, but he's in, like, Flynn. And, uh, and when we needed female vocalists, for make no mistake, it was Sarah Dash... And I realized that I've put really together here is uh, like the creme de la creme of people that I could work with and uh, that understood what was going on. Yet they were, they were all accomplished, successful working musicians. Mm. But you were the international gazillionaire superstar. Yeah, at uh, the time, yeah. <laughs> did, what did... Did that cause any intimidation at all on the part of the other? No, players? musicians. All that left right outside the door. As musicians, we all know each other. Hey, some, hey, you know, okay, you know, you're in a big band, you know, but um, Stones. Stones are good because they're good. And I, I also knew that they, they these guys were also Stones fans, you mm -hmm. know. I mean, uh, it was, well, and why not? But it was, uh, it was really not a matter of. Uh, I just wanted to pick, uh, really, at the top of our heads, Steve Jordan and I picked out, without blinking at, at each other, I did guitar, Waddy Wachtel, keyboards, Ivan Neville. Yeah. We already have Charlie Drayton, you know. And the other thing I have to point out about the wine is that they're all incredibly versatile. Except Waddy and me, we just play guitar. <laughs> now, I am, I do play bass, but uh, Ivan plays damn everything in the world, you know, let alone sing and write them. Um, Steve Jordan is a great bass player, as well as drummer, which is why we could switch between Charlie Drayton. And Steve, we could pop up because Charlie Drayton is another one of the great drummers of all time. 
Um, and I, I suddenly I find myself awash in, <laughs> in some of the great rhythm sections. You know? And let alone, then we bring in uh, for certain tracks uh, Bootsy Collins, um, uh, Maceo Parker. And these guys, uh, I mean, we didn't ask them, they just seemed to turn up at the sessions. <laughs> As if as some sort of magnet. Well, when you, when you started working on this project, uh, which became Talk is Cheap, one of the first tracks that you recorded became the album's first single, uh, Take It So Hard. Yeah. Which, is it true you nailed that song in one take? One take. One take. And yeah. it includes another classic Keith Richards riff, which is one of the reasons why you're called, like, the human riff machine one of the reasons it's another <laughs> no actually there are 30 the or 40 or 50 that, reasons why yeah. you have that nickname but yeah. you come up with some of the most classic memorable uh rock and melodic riffs that that, that is my forte <laughs> <laughs> i guess i mean i've never thought about it but uh most of it comes from, you know, people have songs and they say, it goes like this, and I think, and, and I just happen to have a knack for saying, what you need here is a riff. <laughs> you just need something. It doesn't have to be that much. It just has to, it just has to like, pull everything together. Okay, and well, I, you, have so, you have so many, though. You have so many. You have this ability to come up with the great riffs. You have so many. What are a few of your favorites? Oh, man, you know, hey, I love Jumping Jack Flash. I've got to say Satisfaction, although I didn't well, the think... the one that came to you in the dream, of course. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, you, you can't claim credit for something that you dreamt. <laughs> 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 but um, I didn't notice, I, I had Tumbling Dices, you know... Um, I just have a feel for, for a song and saying that it needs this one thing to run through it. And uh, I just, I mean, I have no idea where that knack or, you know, you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> Some people call it genius. <laughs> Others, I call it a knack. <laughs> and, uh, it's uh, of where I hear a, a line that can stitch a whole song together um it depends on the drummer luckily i've been blessed with the the best drummers in the world you know because you can't do what i do if you're nervous about the rhythm section and and i've worked with there i've never had to worry about the drums the timing the, i know that these cats know where it goes and uh and as usual i have to point out that you know putting music into words is pointless because otherwise you wouldn't need music mm. before ai can help your business predict demand accelerate growth inform decisions automate tasks reveal insights generate content you have to trust it introducing watson x governance Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. 
Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Keith Richards is with us here on iHeartRadio. Talk is cheap. The uh, box set uh, comes out tomorrow. Well, there are many, many different versions of Talk is Cheap that will be released tomorrow, which, by the way, is the same uh, same day tomorrow night as the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction yeah. ceremony in it's Brooklyn. True. I'm a little bewildered myself about how much is coming out. <laughs> uh, now, I have before me right now the limited edition deluxe box set, which is absolutely one of the most amazing sets i've ever seen and by the way it, it weighs a ton <laughs> brought yeah, it over yeah, here with yeah, me on the, yeah. on the subway <laughs> you have so much here you have uh, the remastered uh 180 gram vinyl album yeah you have a 180 gram vinyl album of bonus material there's a seven inch uh single uh yeah. make no mistake and it means a lot uh there's a remastered cd uh, then there's another CD containing bonus material. Yeah. Then there's an 80-page hardcover book. And then there's... That means a lot. <laughs> there's lyric sheets. There's a laminate. There's a guitar pick. There's There are posters. Uh, I mean, it's this is just an amazing... Well, let, let, let's face it, Jim. Uh, this isn't a box set. This is a treasure chest. And this isn't <laughs> even the Super Deluxe. No, and that comes in the wooden box. Yeah, I mean, can you tell everybody about the Super Deluxe? No, um, I mean, about... No, I didn't... No, I'll tell you this. I didn't start this off. It was other people, record company, and other people around me said, this record should come out again. Well, because it's a classic album. And, and it did, was a big I, risk that you took. You weren't a lead singer. You, you had to step up. I know, but I had to do something. And uh, at the same, as I went through it, uh, the process of making the record, 
uh, I realized that I could write songs because you've got to realize that up until that point, I wrote songs specifically for Mick Jagger to sing. Right. And I wrote within his range, within his concepts and uh, abilities. Right. And I realized that I had other songs in that were like sometimes outside of his uh, area. Right, sure. And that is what I found out as I was doing this record because... I really thought well, we were just going to cut a few tracks and everybody's going to say, yeah, that's nice, but, uh, you know, I mean, it ain't going to hold. But as Steve and I developed our songwriting thing together, um, yeah, you know, I, mean, I, need a, I needed a lot of encouragement and poke up the back from, you know, from a lot of people. Yeah, to to actually do this. But know. this is a beautifully produced set. I'm sure it's the type of box set that you would like to buy if you were going to... Uh, you should see the box. <laughs> yeah, the deluxe box set. Now, that is manufactured by Fender, right? Absolutely, which is another really sort of strange thing, you know, for me, that, because I have no, you know... Hey, I just love to play Fender. Fender said they love... They've never made a box in their life. They make guitars. Right. But they, you know, bless their hearts. They said, we love to make the cover for this record. Right, so... And, uh, and then, of course, throw in the herringbone, uh, you know, for the case. And right. The, so the super deluxe set, that's numbered. Yeah, no, it's, it's unbe- that's unbelievable. Yeah. There's things in there that even I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you've released a couple of the bonus tracks. So we have. Already. Yes. yes. Um, Mick Taylor joins you. And so he does. Um, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Has there ever been a time when he's ever confided in you or anybody that you may know that maybe that big solo career wasn't probably the best idea. Let me put it this way. I asked McTaylor, why the hell? Right. Hell. Uh, why the hell did he leave, man? And McTaylor's brilliant, witty answer was, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just felt like I was... <laughs> Keith Richards is with us on iHeartRadio. We are celebrating the release of Talk is Cheap. It's the 30th anniversary edition. Uh, it comes in, uh, in many, many different variations. You can get uh, the vinyl LP. You can get the CD. You can get deluxe set, the deluxe box Any, set. Anyway, you look at it. Super deluxe. But there's a lot of great music on here. Uh, and if you didn't experience it 30 years ago, if maybe you weren't even born yet 30 years ago. That's the whole point. You're <laughs> in for a real treat when you hear this incredible album. And the No Frills Tour is about to begin. And uh, what, the night before the tour begins, there will be the release of Honk, which is oh. uh, the Rolling Stones project, which also is a multi yeah, yeah, I've project. become aware of that. And I understand there's some live recordings on there featuring uh, uh, Dave Grohl is on one of them. Uh, 
Brad Paisley. Now, there's another guitar player. He's a great guitar player. Paisley? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you must had some fun yeah. with him. So yeah. that's coming up as hey, well. Brad is a good country boy. And you're mm. going to be, uh, and then you're going to be uh, on the road, and we know that you love that. I got to say, Charlie was, I don't believe the man, and he's sounding better than ever. And uh, uh, which to me is like really, yeah. Cool, because we got to go on the road, and uh, and I say, oh, the boys are already well oiled, but uh, I do like I I like long rehearsals. I don't mind over rehearsing if there is such a thing, because what it means is that maybe we can get some different material, other extra songs in, rather than just working the show out. We can throw in some other stuff you know i'd like i'd like to get some variation going you know mix a bit of a conservative on uh yeah <laughs> on this and i'm always trying to say hey come on try this one on you know i mean uh, try cry to me from you know which is like yeah you know way back and and, and just uh well that's what makes it change things up that's what know? makes it work but you after all of these years seem to just love walking out onto that stage in front of the audience. You you yeah. do joy on the stage. Hey, you should try it on once once is enough if you can do it for <laughs> sixty years. You know. And yeah, it becomes a habit. It becomes uh and it becomes a joy and you realize it's what you do. And it's what you do the best and you're turning other people on you know i mean i wouldn't go out there if there was nobody to listen <laughs> but in a way you feel like you're part of a movement uh you know i mean nobody's going to be the first one to get off this bus you know i mean you got to croak you know <laughs> and and as we all know that isn't going to happen to you for a long, long, long time. So they say. You must love the memes that you see online all the time. Uh, tell us about the song My Babe. My Babe was, uh, happened to have Johnny Johnson in the studio with Joey Spompanado, who, who happened to be the bass player on, on the Hail, Hail Rock and Roll had a beautiful bass from NRBQ. Um, Spompanado can never say enough words about him. Uh, and Mick Taylor happened to walk into the studio that night, and uh, and I had Johnny Johnson there. I said, just let's play some booze and let's set Johnny loose, you know. And uh, so I picked up on any song. My Babe was uh, you know, one of the first ones we picked up on. You know, I just wanted to record with Johnny Johnson because the king of boogie, barrel house, piano, but also that lovely touch of jazz in him that we all love. You know, Keith Richards is with us. We're celebrating the... Uh, 30th anniversary release of Talk is Cheap. And it certainly is. Let's you, face it, Jim. <laughs> you must be so proud of this set. I know that a great deal of care uh, was put into I am, its production. I had a chance to uh, spend some time with your archivist, who spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds Those of hours. Those guys work, man, uh 
compiling all of this uh, wonderful material for this album. We congratulate you uh, on its release, and it's our pleasure to celebrate it with you tonight here on iHeartRadio. And, of course, we look forward to the tour, and No Frills Radio is available on the iHeartRadio app. Right. And it is always, always an honor to speak with you, sir, and I can call you that without Her Majesty even knighting you. I dare. Uh, I hot, bless you. Pick up or download your copy of Keith Richards' 30th anniversary edition of Talk is Cheap wherever you buy music. Check out the Rolling Stones' No Filter Radio channel on the iHeartRadio app. And thanks for listening to this extended audio bonus of iHeartRadio icons Keith Richards. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at Home Depot depot.com.